Welcome to Completely Mental Coaching. I'm Becca. I'm a mental health advocate and life coach working to end the stigma surrounding BPD and other mental disorders. I offer support to those struggling to help them understand and navigate through their chaos. Today I want to focus on splitting with borderline personality disorder. Now if you don't know what splitting is or you don't know what borderline personality disorder is, that's okay. Head on over to my channel and listen to my podcast, Borderline Personality Disorder. Let's talk about it. This will give you a quick overview of what BPD is and the nine traits of associated with it so you have a little bit of a better understanding of what I'm talking about when I say splitting with BPD. Splitting with borderline personality disorder is actually referred to as affective instability. This is one of the nine traits of BPD and more people know it as black and white thinking. What does it mean to live in a world where you think in black and white? It means that you lack a baseline. With borderline personality disorder, we don't have a net to catch us between the highs and the lows of life. We feel things so intensely that we shift between the highs and the lows of life very often. This can become both exhausting for us and the people surrounding us because they can't understand why we go to such extremes and such lows so frequently. This goes back to affective instability. This is a form of emotional dysregulation. People with borderline personality disorder lack the ability to emotionally regulate. When someone with BPD is faced with a trigger or a stressor, it sets off a sensor inside their body and the sensor puts them into survival mode. It puts them into that fight flight response. And in this response, we are not thinking rationally. We are not in that frontal brain or that wise mind where we can make rational decisions. Oftentimes, this is the impulsive area where we, depending on our self-sabotage cycles and our own individual patterns that we've built up over our lives, depending on the unique traumas that we've experienced, these are when these patterns or these cycles start coming out because our survival brain tells us, okay, we're in danger. What have we used before? And we've come up with these maladaptive tools to pull forward to protect ourselves from this perceived danger all from one little sensor going off. We lack the ability to regulate and say, oh no, we're safe. We don't have to be in survival brain right now and rationalize and calm ourselves to get back to rational brain. We instantly think and feel like we have to protect and defend ourselves. And so this comes out as reactions or the impulsive decision makings or the total shutdowns and isolations. There's so many ways that this can come out. Many people think that the split and the reaction are the same thing and they're not. Oftentimes a reaction does follow a split, but not always. There's plenty of times where we split on ourselves in our head, where we go from thinking that we're okay to suddenly, if we don't meet our expectations, we're the worst person in the world. But we may not show this outward. We may not react. It's just a split feeling that we have inside our mind. A split is that rapid, sudden change in thoughts, feelings, values, beliefs, perspectives, etc. It has varying degrees, and it depends on the stressor or the trigger that comes in. The cause of borderline personality disorder can be largely associated to the trauma experienced in childhood development. There are also genetic components to borderline personality disorder. Currently, BPD is being explored as a neurodevelopmental disorder. What this means is that during our childhood, our brains developed abnormally due to the traumatic environments, due to the chronic levels of trauma and stress that we experience. In each of our own traumatic environments, our body and our brain created its own unique maladaptive coping mechanisms that it felt like was helping us and saving us from these environments. Over time, these become our self-sabotage cycles. These become our maladaptive or negative patterns of behavior. These become the things that we might not necessarily see are harming us because for years they've been beneficial to us. At least they seem beneficial. In healing, we learn to better understand our patterns of behavior. We better understand our self-sabotage cycle. We're able to become aware and mindful so that we can catch ourselves and we can reframe the self-sabotage cycle and we can start growing from it. So when we're faced with a trigger or we're faced with a stressor, instead of it sparking this domino effect and having the 
self-sabotage cycle play out. We're able to say, okay, wait, let me get my tools. <sighs> what can I do here? Let's reframe, rethink, and we're able to grow from it and push us forward in our healing instead. In this stage, when we're able to stop those self-sabotage cycles, when we're able to understand our patterns, when we're able to better control and navigate through our life, this is when we enter into remission. There's no cure with borderline personality disorder and there's no medicine that actively treats BPD, but many of us do find remission in our life. So now that you kind of have an idea of what splitting is and why we split, what does it feel like for somebody with borderline personality disorder to split? Splitting with borderline personality disorder goes so much deeper than the surface, the reactions that you see. It's it's like losing a piece of yourself. You're lost in the woods for a moment, and when you come back, you come back to this wreck. All these pieces, this mess that you're left to clean up. It's the feeling of having security and safety for one moment, and suddenly, at the blink of an eye, everything that was once safe and secure crumbles beneath you. Nothing is safe and secure, and nothing is okay, and nothing ever will be. It's an inability to see any rational reason or any fact or see anything other than the clouded darkness that is your brain in that moment. It's an accumulation of all of the splits in your past. The I will always be this way, the a normal person wouldn't react this way, the shame pit that follows these splits. If I was just normal, if I was just this, this wouldn't happen. If I was just somebody other than me. It's the inability to see the red flags before we go into things that bring us happiness or a moment of joy. It's that inability to not take good things or things that bring you a moment of joy to the absolute extreme to where they become consequential for you. It's the physical toll that they have on our bodies that releases the chemicals that put our body into a physical state of stress. That when we come out of it, we're left recovering, feeling like we just got out of a war. We feel wounded. We're tired. Oftentimes we get sick and we're left in this depressing dysphoric pit. We're all unique in how we split and the reactions that follow. But it doesn't take away the fact that splitting is hard and splitting goes deeper than people see or understand. And that's okay. How can I help somebody who may be splitting or how can I help somebody with BPD who may be suffering with this? Using I statements can help anybody who's an overthinker. Using I statements keeps things at your playing field in your yard and it leaves less room for people to perceive an attack. Understand that in a split, we're in a different mind frame. We're in survival thinking. We're not able to think rationally or think clearly. So while what we're seeing may seem alarming or it may seem unsettling, it may seem outrageous or extreme to you, the best thing that you can do to try to help us through it is to sit with us in these emotions, sit with us in these feelings, and let us talk about it. Listen to listen, not to respond or react. Don't throw our BPD in our face. Don't use it to weaponize against us. Don't say, oh, this is just your BPD. That's not helpful. That's not listening. You're putting a label. Listening to understand is, I know that you're feeling really upset right now. Can I do anything to help you? Sometimes you can't. Sometimes all you can do to help somebody is sit with them in this feeling that they're feeling because negative feelings, we can't avoid. They're part of our feelings. All feelings are welcome. When we try to push them away, when we try to shame them, when we try to guilt them, when we get uncomfortable with them, when we just want them to go away, we repress them and they come back bigger and larger and worse later on. So we're not fixing the problem. So you don't have to understand the split. You don't have to understand what's going on in their head. You just have to sit with them and let them try to understand it or let them get to that rational part of their brain. They're in that survival brain. There's a chemical response happening. There's a physical response happening here. How can we ground this person? How can we ground the situation? Can we distract? Can we move into a different environment? Can we just sit? Can I just listen to what they're saying? Can I acknowledge that they're feeling a certain way? If I'm feeling a certain way or I feel like my boundaries are being across, can I state that in the I statements? I will not be yelled at. 
I'm gonna walk away, I will be back in 10 minutes. Keeping things to a calm level helps us regulate and helps us come back and find a baseline because you're modeling the baseline that we're looking for. We're lost in the woods and we're looking for a beacon. So helping us find the beacon so we can come back to that rational brain and we can see that and helping us like, it's okay, people react this way because we do, we're not robots, we're human, we're not perfect. And even in healing, we're still gonna react. Everybody has reactions and that's with or without BPD. It's important to identify and communicate your boundaries. It is never helpful to let somebody cross your boundaries for reassurance or for whatever reason. It does not help them and it does not help yourself. So make sure that you're identifying your own boundaries and you're setting these boundaries. It can be hard to understand borderline personality disorder. It can be hard to ride the roller coaster that is borderline personality disorder. We do learn how to find a baseline and we do learn how to see gray and we do learn how to navigate through this chaos, but it takes time. It is not a fast process. There's no fast medication that just makes this instant and there are still triggers. There's still negative events that happen all around us. We still have bad days, weeks, months, years, etc. Life still happens and that's what makes healing with BPD, healing with mental illness extremely challenging because while we're trying to heal all of our past trauma wounds and we're trying to understand them, we're trying to keep ourselves grounded in the present and we're trying to navigate all of the new trauma, the new triggers, the new stressors while calming our system. With borderline personality disorder, it's harder because we lack the ability to regulate that. So it's a constant shift from high to low, high to low, safe to unsafe, safe to unsafe. It's this constant balancing act and it gets easier in healing. It gets easier when we enter into remission, but it's difficult. It's challenging. Mental illness, borderline personality disorder... It's more than the surface reactions that you see. It's more than the behaviors that you see. I like to think of it as an iceberg. The things you see on the surface, the little point of the iceberg, that's only a little bit of it. You have no idea how deep it goes underneath and what's going on in the inside. You don't see the things that that person is doing to heal. You don't see their struggles. And everybody has a struggle that they're facing. Everybody has experienced trauma. None of us go through this world without experiencing some sort of trauma. Mental health is complex. BPD is no exception. We are all unique in our thoughts and our reactions. Thanks for listening to my podcast, guys. My name's Becca. If you like this and you want more, give this a follow. If you want more videos, if you want more information, look into my other accounts and give those a follow as well. Till next time, guys.